Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just like this So let's get down, let's get down to business Mama, please don't worry about me I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business My lead this morning, just about half an hour ago, was about LeBron James, who was sitting on the bench pregame, approached by a fan. He then shoved the said fan and had him removed from the building. And I appreciate those who are now sharing their interactions with yours truly on the Subaru of New England text line. For instance, uh, did you see that 603 text, Curtis? I met Greg at the Jingle All the Way 5K, and I couldn't slow down enough to have an interaction with him. Right. But I'm guessing he would have been very nice. Right. And the other one, the 401, said that they met you, uh, Greg, and that you asked for the number of his daughter, and that mm-hmm. was really nice. And in the Twitch chat, someone, I think it was Old Warhorse 26, who met me at the shuffleboard court and said I couldn't have been nicer. Uh, can we? Can you play that again, Sean? Greg, can you recreate recreate your dance moves that night in the VIP session when you heard this song? Sure. How do you move to uh, it? I, I, I my dance move is kind of like I just like this, like this. I do like my little hands up around my my neck area, like kind of like that looks like you're scared that your pits are too soaked. <laughs> right. It does look like that. Uh, oh, you, had, oh, you had like two shoulder surgeries. Right. You can't really get them up too high. Yeah, I mean, one of the things with Mashed me. potatoes. One of the things with me is when I dance, sometimes things move unintentionally. Right, right. Um, well, that's but, why a bro might be. <laughs> <laughs> must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, I've given up the club life. Absolutely. Not for me anymore. God Aww. bless you. Not for me. You know, you had a nice run. <laughs> Not for me. Uh, this is Matt from Rhode Island. Hello, Matt. Hey, Greg. Uh, I probably would have danced exactly the same way you would have for that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> about your lead, I actually agree with you because I believe we're both roughly about the same age. I'm 54, so we grew up. You know, kind of in the same time, same time where the fans could interact more with the players. But on the other hand, I also agree with what Wiggy said, because let's face it, over the last few years, times have changed. You know, in this post 9-11, post COVID, post January 6th world, you know, it's not enough just to be a fan. You have to hate it the other teams and as Courtney points out for everybody who hates LeBron there's got to be a number uh, you know everybody who loves LeBron there's got to be a number of people who don't love him and all yeah. that so you never yeah. know what you're going to get yeah it, I think players uh fans hated teams far before anything on January 6th or anything else and I would say also people keep mentioning Monica Sellis yeah at the arena in every arena in America is a metal detector before you get to your seat Right. So nobody's armed. Nobody has a knife. You you are checked for that. Thankfully, when you enter any sporting event post nine eleven, do they have fists? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Okay. I mean, I don't. I, 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 there are a lot of people out there who always talk about how LeBron has a punchable face. They right. want to punch LeBron. Okay, James. has anybody ever punched him? Has anybody uh, because ever? Because they're not usually close enough uh, to do right. so. Courtney, you're spot on. At every game he's ever played in, they're close. Yeah, around. and I bet you LeBron probably thinks that there, are, you know, a, a lot more people that hate him than no, love him. You can tell what LeBron thinks when you watch the video. I've shown it on the Twitch feed ten times so far. Yeah, and, and what it runs up on what him. it is. What it is for me, I, I've just determined this. It's the smarmy look on his face. Like, does that person know who I am? How dare they approach King James while King James is getting ready no. for a basketball? It would game. be like that's you being what, that's on the, air that, and somebody uh, running up on you while you're on air. I in wouldn't care. Like, and if, just like you, you wouldn't be like, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" Uh, people well, maybe come you up, would. I, <laughs> I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Maybe you would. I'm pretty sure somebody did that one time during a road show. They literally came up while we we're on the air, and you looked at them and go, "Sir, we're on the air." Yes, I, yeah, but yeah. I didn't shove I, the guy away. No, but you, you have a smarmy look. Yeah, like, uh, beat it. We're trying to uh, work him. Uh, okay. Uh, but All the right. difference is LeBron was on the bench. He wasn't on the air. Yeah, but he wasn't he's in, actually but playing. His being on the air is being in the warm-up routine. He's not on the – like, I don't know the world we live in nowadays where it's just cool to run up to athletes – well, they're on the bench, so you'd have no issue if they ran up to him while he's at dinner and put his arm around him when he's that. From five thirty to six, whether it's the um, the Toys for Tots broadcast at Ernie Box or if it's one of the road shows, people come up all the time. Right, and but this breaks. is not. But that you you're you're comparing a situation that's completely different. Us on the. Us not on the air. No, at our on the station. on the air. Wiggy, can I finish? No, but on the which two different things. I'm you're not t- sighing. You're apples and oranges here. <laughs> okay, but what? But for me, if you're sitting on the bench, yep. that's the same. Nah. As, <sighs> that's the same as sitting at a broadcast site prior to your broadcast. No, it's not. No, it is. It is. I mean, we all like. I got upset with Michael a few years ago when he ran up on me at my car. Of course, right. and you should have. So I, I just think it's fraudulent for me not to feel. And this is, again, apples to oranges. And you could say, well, you're a girl. He's a guy. That's one thing. Or you could say, he's LeBron James. And you are small Courtney Cox. It's a completely different thing. We're like, you know, D-list celebrities. The guy's an A-plus celebrity. But if I feel like if if it was me, I would be delighted that somebody is interested and be like, ha, I'd laugh about it and be like, hey, you can't come up here, but what's up? You know, what do you think I should have for dinner uh, during the second <laughs> quarter on the bench? I, that's what I would if There's I were too LeBron. many sickles out there yeah, nowadays the, for the, these the, fans. The one thing I would say, Greg, against you and in the favor of the, the people that are defending LeBron, if LeBron took a selfie with that fan, there would be hundreds of fans following him. In other words, he had to say, I can't do this because every other person in that arena would have coveted the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, coming up, we'll get to Courtney in today's news at 7.30. And apparently science has determined what color you should wear on your next flight if you would like to join the Mile High Club. So Mm -hmm. we'll get to that coming up at 7.30 among the rest of the news. But right now, this. 
It's time for Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They they want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Said it. Wake up to Del Bambino and have me face him. Maybe I'll drill him in the eye. They said it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com. I'm just going to say it. All right, time for They Said It, a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Where do you want to start, Sean? Well, Gregory, let's begin actually with uh, some Tom Brady audio. He was on his Let's Go podcast, and he had some words about Bill Belichick. Now, the full quote is a little bit long for They Said It, so I took a brief snippet of it. Here was Tom Brady uh, talking about Bill Belichick now having moved on uh, from New England. I think we're all better players for having him as our coach. And I think there was a level of accountability and discipline that he had that maybe we didn't always want to hear it. But in the end, when we reflect back, we're happy that we did hear it and that we went through it. And I think a lot of coaches are fearful of disciplining players these days because players have social media presence. And if they don't like it or hear their feelings, you know, they can lash back out. And then it becomes a popularity contest between the players and the coaches. But I'd say one thing that was great about Coach Belichick, he never had that fear. You know, he was going to he was going to tell you what he thought the truth was even though we may have you know all disagreed a little bit at times to what that truth really was there was no fear in his mind of correcting and I think when you grow up coaching a guy like Lawrence Taylor you know and we had LT on our program like you know you realize that as a as a coach man if you're going to get your your point across you better come across confident you better come across prepared Mm, that's why I think he's going to Dallas that's what they need great point by Tom Brady I mean, I also think, total stray at this generation of NFL players, by yeah, the way, in that comment. Yes, absolutely. And he's right. Mm-hmm. Like somebody like Mike McDaniel is probably afraid yeah. to be anything other than a bro with those guys. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, it just. That's what like, Dallas needs. Dallas needs. A, and I think guys it, like in Dallas would welcome that. And, they, and I think a lot of players would welcome that, especially ones that really wanted to win mm-hmm. because they would know. And a guy like Micah Parsons, you know, I think he's a big fan of LT mm-hmm. like and talks to him. So I think guys like that would want that accountability. And okay. I feel like that also is an issue with Sirianni and the Eagles, a guy that wanted to be liked by the players instead of be a disciplinarian. Yeah. All right, great point by Tom Brady. What's next, Shine? Uh, this next audio it might, might be more directed towards Chris Curtis because he talks about all the time how he loves to go back and watch uh, videos of old Patriot Super Bowl teams. Love well, it. Julian Edelman on his Instagram ranked the top five Patriot Ooh. teams <laughs> of all time. All right. Here is Jules' uh, top five. Five. I got to go. Oh, one. That team, they beat the greatest show on turf, Wait. shocked the world. Four. There's no bias here on, on, on putting these ones back here, but I would say when they beat uh, the dream team of Philadelphia, when they had T.O. T.O. did have a broken leg, but they handled them. Number three, the 07 team. They can't be number one. <laughs> we never, we didn't win, but they were dominating. Tom's probably going to hate me for that one. Two, I'd have to go probably the 16 team. I think we were 14 and two. We blew through the playoffs. We blew everyone out. We just started slow against Atlanta, and that's why we had to come back. And number one, for me, 2014, we were all healthy. We had Dola, Gronk, we had Hightower, Slate on special teams, TB just carrying the flag out, down 10 points, mental toughness through the roof in the fourth quarter, and Malcolm Butler making an insane play, making a play when his team needed it. 
Okay. Mm. All right. You agree? I, I, You're I, a huge I, Patriots fan. Yeah, I like I like that. I mean, 07 is one of those teams that you just, ugh, they hurt you. Um, I think the Atlanta, in my opinion, would be n- number one. Because to come back from 28 to 3, mid- midway through the third quarter, that is just, that was one and of that those. that team was dominant. That was one of those games where I was like, whoa. I would flip 04 and 16. I would put 16 fourth, and I would have 04 second. It was the three out of four. The only team in in the NFL to win back-to-back still since that point was the 04 Patriots. Mm-hmm. And that team was 14-2 and two consecutive years, set the record for most consecutive wins in NFL history at 22, I believe, that year. So I would just put that 04 team with Corey Dillon yeah, was, was, that was a good dominant. Team. That was a good team. And that too. Super Bowl against the Eagles looks close. It really wasn't as close as the score would indicate. Mm. All right. Anything else, Sean? Yeah, one more quick one for you. Here is uh, Kyle Shanahan. Spoke to the media yesterday, and he was asked when he started preparing for uh, next week, or this coming week's game now against uh, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, <laughs> and Kyle will tell you, well, he started pretty early. How quickly did you guys get to work on the Packers? Um, we were already in here, so you know we were doing it that day. We had mixed in a little bit earlier in the week, you know, hitting up a couple teams, but started really focusing on them halfway through the second quarter. Then they scored at the end of the second quarter, so I kind of did both at halftime, and then third quarter I was set on one team. <laughs> well, I tell you, you mm-hmm. can't uh, say much bad about Jordan Love. No, the he's, he's the way he's played in the playoffs. He's Awesome. Yeah, he looks good. He lo- and people like when they drafted him out of was it Nevada or Utah? Nevada. No, Nevada. No, uh, he was. I don't think he was either. I thought he was Nevada. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, double check that. But when they drafted him originally, people were like ah, and they. I think a lot of people thought he was a bust, and they were ready to move on from him. But but it shows you when you have the luxury of giving a time a guy some time to develop, and mm-hmm. you can wait on a quarterback, what you often get. Right, but his skill set is his skill set allows him to do some things, especially I think he had like one play where he came up out of the pocket, he made a play on the run. Like his skill set where you look and you go, okay, he could throw the ball, he's a good athlete. It's almost like Trey Lance. Maybe if Trey Lance gets someplace and they give him time to grow, they have similar skill sets. Not saying he could do what Jordan Love could do, mm-hmm. but you could and see. And Utah State, I was wrong. Oh, Utah State. Yeah. You could see his skill set, and I think that's what makes and him a good I, player. I think one of the perfect things for him is sitting behind Aaron Rodgers could not have been a perfect match for him. Yeah, like good. when you watch him play, it's just Aaron Rodgers again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like throwing off his back foot, the tight windows, the ability to move, but also make throws on the run, the confidence. Like it's it's all just a, a, almost a recreation of Aaron Rodgers, and his skill set fits that to a T. Yep. All right. Well, that is They Said It. Quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. And we do that every morning at 7. Right now, Courtney and what is trending this hour. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Some good news for the Bruins. The team announced yesterday that they sent goalie Brandon Bussey back to the Providence Bruins. This comes just 24 hours after Jim Montgomery said that Linus Allmark, along with Forbord, Carlo, and Patra, are trending in the right direction. So we could be seeing Allmark back in action pretty soon. The Bees are off tonight. They have the Avalanche at the TV Garden tomorrow. But the Celtics welcome the Spurs to town tonight. Tip is at 7.30. Injury report has a few guys on it. Drew Holiday has a right elbow sprain. He's questionable. Kristaps Porzingis, right knee inflammation. He is also questionable, as is Derek White with a left ankle sprain.
And when it comes to coaching across the NFL, while the Falcons have interviewed Bill Belichick on a yacht in Antigua, uh, they also announced yesterday that they are interviewing Jim Harbaugh, mm. who has already interviewed for the Chargers. And quickly, in college basketball in Alabama, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Nate Oates shoved Missouri's Aiden Shaw on the court when a little scuffle broke out. If you're watching on Twitch, I believe Brian has that for all of you. Okay, another incident in which somebody is shoved. Yep. Okay. Uh, this, um, this led to the refs uh, breaking it all up. Uh, Oates, Oates basically says, get back to your bench. Uh, after the game, he did apologize, said that he apologized to Shaw and uh, the rest of the Missouri team. This isn't right. Mm, yeah. That's, that's not even like a shove, though. That's like yeah. a guiding push. Go a, back a to your bench. So like be breaking putting, up a fight. But a coach shouldn't be putting their hands, I don't think, on another player. Uh, yeah. It's just breaking up a fight. Them guys are big, man. Uh-huh. Number two's a big boy. I do like the Paisley sports coat, though. Looks good. Yeah. Good you luck. You could pull that off. Right? I could probably pull that off. Yeah, you're probably right about that. All right, anything else? Nope, that's it for the trend. Here is Curtis with the weather. Thank you, Courtney. It's freezing out. 17 degrees. Real feel about 7 in Boston. Afternoon highs east of 26. I can see why you think you belong to me. Never tried to make you think or let you see one thing for yourself. But now you're off with someone else and I'm alone. You see, I thought that I might keep you on my own. Amy, what you Counting bros. Good cover. Cover guy, if they do it right, you know that. If they do it wrong, it's uh, an affront to all humanity. Did you bring any listeners into the VIP section of the Counting Crows? Probably. Bros. (laughs) Counting bros. Not a lot of young girls at that one. (laughs) (laughs) My guess is Bruce wasn't with you there. Courtney, Sherry does not appreciate you judging those that are female based on their age. I am the one. I am the leader of Mm -hmm. the middle-aged smokes dating Greg Hill. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Um... We were just talking about Jordan Love. Does it make sense to... It's been a while since we've done a legit emergency top five. Does it make sense to do an emergency top five quarterbacks remaining in the playoffs and how they are playing right this moment? Sure. Yeah. sure. I'm um, down for that. Wiggy brought it up during the break, and I'm... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Emergency Top 5 is brought to you by Find Mass Money. Visit findmassmoney.com and see if there's money waiting for you. Number 5. Not some totality of skill and how they've played the season. Currently playing right now. Right, right. One uh, one might lean toward Patrick Mahomes, obviously, at number 1. But uh, throw, a, throw, a, throw somebody out there at number 5. I mean, you want to put Jordan Love there? I would put Patrick Mahomes at number 5. You would? Yep. I'm putting really? C.J. Stroud above you're, Patrick Mahomes. You're, you're yeah. talking about okay, how they're so, playing right yeah. now. So, okay, so you're going to put Mahomes at five. Mahomes would be okay. my number five. I mean, wow. Josh Allen is definitely, I think, above Patrick Mahomes, so I'm okay with that. So mm-hmm. five Mahomes. Wait, I would put – Can I what? think I might put Baker Mayfield number five. Baker's really? playing good football. 
Mm-hmm. Baker is playing. Yeah, awesome he's playing football. really good football. Okay. Yep. Who do you want at number four? I know who I'd have at number four. I know exactly who I have. Josh Allen. Ooh, I go Jared Goff. Josh Allen, yep. number four. Yep. Respect. Yeah. I mean, basically, um, remember, we're judging it off of wild weekend. Yep. At the most important time. Yep. Yeah, um, I would go Jared Goff, number four. Uh, Shime clearly has Lamar at number one. No, I do I, not. You'll, you be, you'll be shocked. I'll, I will really. I okay. don't even have Lamar in the top five. Because, you don't. Nope, because of he didn't play last week. So yep. for me, I don't have him in the top five. Neither I do I. Courtney's right about C.J. Stroud. Like, mm-hmm. I think you have to. I think he slides in there. Oh, I mean, yeah. Um, well, okay, go ahead. What, what do well, you number f- No, I had Josh Allen. Number three. Number three, Baker Mayfield. Okay. The way he's playing right now and the way he played last week, he's number three on my list. Number three for me is Jordan Love. Okay. Number two. Number two is Jordan Love for me. The way Jordan Love is playing and how he played against Dallas, going into Dallas and playing the way he played in that game, that, you know, I, I would say he's number two on the list right now. Me and Wiggy have the same number one. Because my number I, two is Josh Allen. Your number two is Josh my Allen. My number two is Josh okay. Allen. All right. Can't wait to- number one. C.J. Stroud. Yep. You have him at Wheel number one. Wheel him and deal him, baby. Yep. yep. Wait, how do we not have Lamar Jackson in the Because he hasn't played. He hasn't played. We're, we're just playing. Ba- we're oh, going based wild card weekend. Off a wild card weekend. Oh, okay. Him or Brock Purdy hadn't Correct. played, so they don't make that list. Based, of the, based off of last watching those games and wild card weekend, C.J. Stroud, by far, you know, is my number one on my list because of the way he played in that game um, and what he was able to do. I think the big thing for me is everybody leading into that game was like touting C.J. Stroud's splits versus pressure and in a clean pocket, and the Browns brought pe- pressure constantly, mm-hmm. and he was dialed in and lit them up. Yeah, and uh, he was awesome in that game. Jordan Love was great too, but that Dallas defense was. Porous at best and couldn't tackle, uh, and I just felt like C.J. Stroud was making everything happen in that Houston game. And that was probably the best defense, if you were to say who had the best defense of Wild Card Weekend on paper going into the game. I think a lot of people would say the Cleveland Browns because of what they did. The one play that uh, C.J. Stroud made where he went right and then he went left and he kind of spun around and pirouetted and just like threw the ball to a spot where I forget. Dalton Schultz touchdown? No, no, where the guy came in for the first down. I can't remember who the hell caught it um, for the first down. It might have been Nico Collins, and he just throws it to a spot, and all of a sudden, here comes the wide receiver, dives into the play to catch a, catch a third down for a first down. He just, the way he's playing right now, I'm not saying he's going to keep that up against uh, Baltimore, but, mm. you know, that would be my Who do you have number one on your list? Um, I well, I was leaning toward Josh Allen because I just think that he um, uh, he was really impressive mm-hmm. in that game. I, I, I think, think that's that, totally uh, fair. That fifty-two yard run was uh, was unbelievable, and I just um, I don't know for whatever reason I feel like it's kind of his time, and I mm-hmm. you know I, I I I I feel like that team has I've said it a bunch of times now, but they they were able to overcome the. The whole uh, 9-11 speech controversy mm-hmm. and, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe they have some sort of momentum. I don't know. The they only feel issue like I- they have it, right? They've kind of needed to win every single game since losing that Eagles game and they were 6-6. Six and six. Like, they have kind of been f- in the playoffs more or less half their season. Hot take, Sunday night at Orchard Park, winner of that game wins the Super Bowl. Mm. Wow. I, all right, Kansas, it, City, Kansas City, Buffalo. Uh, Mahomes, we all hate him, right? He's the Chiefs. He has 36 touchdowns and seven interceptions in 15 playoff games. That is 
much better than Brady through 15 games mm. in the playoffs. He's 12-3. and three. If they win that game so- Sunday night, I think they win this game. And I think Kansas City wins that game. I-, I like Josh Allen, but the only thing very similar to Patrick Mahomes, because they're so talented and he's so talented and he could do so many things, he tends to make a lot of bad decisions in a game where he gives defenses an opportunity to get hands on footballs and, um, and you know, make big plays out of that interceptions. So that's the only thing that I'm a little bit hesitant with Josh Allen. You know, so that's kind of where I'm like, uh, he's a ter- he's a terrific player, but don't you watch him sometime and go, his ability, his skill set, sometimes he forces things where mm-hmm. you'd be like, I just throw that away. But he's so good. He's like, oh, I made this play before. Do you think Tay-Tay is going to go to the anchor bar before the game for some wings? <laughs> Does she show up? Yes, she will be there. Okay, <laughs> is there going to be a camera there? Of course, she'll show oh, yeah. up. Not because of the camera, yeah, but because of, it's her boyfriend. <laughs> oh, and, really? Is uh, that why? Yeah. Uh, why is she wearing like why a do flashy we care jacket? That, like I, the outrage about it is so crazy to me. Like, why do we care that there's a relationship going on and that people care about her? Why? Mm. Like, why does that bother so many? And, and I get I like I, I get notifications all the time. I just got one twenty five minutes ago by mm-hmm. Jimmy B on uh, Twitter. No thinking person gives an S about Taylor Swift. Well, you certainly do if you're responding to my tweet about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were you were outraged enough to respond to the tweet whose bio reads. Let me just read Jimmy B's bio for everybody. Proud dad, patriot, Lutheran, chemist, Sunday school teacher. Old car and mo- motorcycle restorer. This is the best part. Kindness is not a weakness. So I just, I like, I don't get it. I, I really people- don't get it. People are obsessed with Tom Brady. Uh-huh. People are obsessed with LeBron James. People are obsessed with uh, anybody. Name yeah. the person. There are plenty of people obsessed with them. I don't see the outrage in this specific group that really enjoys Taylor Swift. And now we get to bring in this whole other audience that maybe wasn't obsessed with football before. Mm-hmm. What's It's a win Because win-win. I think people feel like it's manufactured. Right? It's not. There's new, there's new her- reports out there. The sources are saying that Travis Kelsey is not proposing no time soon. What? Yes. There are new po- oh, so, sources that. close oh my to the God. couple Why? tell TMZ oh. there is absolutely no engagement in the works between oh, Taylor boy. and Travis. Is that anything sacred? That, that is a real problem. Which is fine. That is but the a thing real is, problem. is people cared about her before Travis Kelsey. People will care about well, her if see, they don't work out. See, I think the biggest thing, and I, I didn't know Taylor Swift, bef- like, I mean, I knew she was, but I like didn't follow her in any way. And I think a lot of people feel like she's fraudulent because a lot of the times beforehand, they talked about how close she was with her relationship, didn't want anybody to know about it, didn't really like all the media speculation around it. Now it seems like she's doing everything for the spotlight. Yeah, but sometimes, Wiggy, you're in relationships and you're just, that's kind of the nature of the relationship. But then you finally meet someone who f- makes you feel freer instead of feel like you need to be in a smaller bubble. But how do we know everything about their relationship? Because there are leaks. It happens all the time. Curtis, somebody has turned into the relationship professor, Uh, it appears. I don't know if you've noticed it. The the, the guy is looking svelte. I know. Thanks. I'm down seven and a half pounds. Uh, Down seven and a half? Yeah. When do you weigh yourself, morning or night? Uh, No, at night, after the end of the day. Are you still using the you still using the truck scale or did oh, uh, <laughs> What's your muscle mass looking like if you're looking to bulk up? I lay down some LBs, but it we're you know, it's a it's a process, right? It's a process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm proud In of you. In the gym man. every day. It sounds like the Sixers. 
<laughs> yeah, very much so, Curtis. Hopefully, it doesn't take quite that long. I, I mean, there was some food in here yesterday after the show, and you didn't touch a, a morsel. No, I cannot tell you, Greg, how much self-restraint it took to not eat that entire piece of cake. That cake looked dynamite, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I was oh, it was so hard. It was so hard. <laughs> The wings were good. You like the wings? Yeah, I like the wings. The wings were good. What was the name of the place again? Um, Something with an S. Is that called Sloan's? Yes. Yes. Me. Okay, Sloan's. Yeah, the and wings were good. Sarah owns it, mm-hmm. and she's a listener of the show, mm-hmm. and she was a winner on Chopped. <gasps> That's um, so cool. I didn't know yeah. that yesterday. Yeah. She was so nice. And she mm-hmm. went up against, Shine was obsessed because she also went up against Bobby Flay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And Bobby Flay never loses. The one thing she brought in that I I, I, I did, because oh, I, I, my wife and I, we watched She Loves Beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> of course you and do. He you never... watch every single reality show well, that, I'm a reality that, guy. that there is. Yeah. Every yes. time I'm trying to find something on TV, I go past these channels. I'm like, oh, Wiggy probably watched Tubi, it. Tubi, Tubi's I, I, I the channel. By, oh, really? I go by and say, who watches this? And then I go, oh, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Wiggins. Yes, <laughs> Tubi is our new thing now. We on that heavy. What? But um, Tubi. It's a, it's a network. Like a streaming service. Yeah, it's oh, okay. like a streaming service. That and Zeus. When you look, um, she brought in a cheeseburger, and it reminded me, because my grandmother used to make it, and it was on an a toasted English muffin. Yeah, best way to have a burger. Oh, I'm with you, but the only problem, it had egg on the burger, and I don't eat um, eggs on burgers. You're going to be eating eggs soon on, on the big cheese wheel. <laughs> I hate to break <laughs> it to you. Well, I she won't also be- made like a banana bread burger. Like bird in the hole, like it would look yeah. so something with uh, egg in it. Yeah, but uh, it Did was. You want to be a bird for a minute? Uh, I wanted to eat all of that food so bad. Are you still thinking about it? This yes, moment? I've been thinking about it for twenty four hours, Greg. She the says, smell is what really like got that. you. You could smell the food down mm-hmm. the hall, and then all of a sudden, ooh. <laughs> she says she's gonna bring in some lemon peppered wings, though. Oh, she is. So yeah. I'm looking forward to those because the wings were nice and juicy. All right, flats and drumsticks. Uh, well, let's get to this. It's time for... People said, what's with the light bulb? I said, here's the story. The news. Number one to me, most importantly, the light's no good. I always look orange. With your host... What are we doing? Courtney Cox. I'm swimming in human feces. The news is sponsored by Northeast Men's Health. The experts in men's sexual health with four locations, including their newest in Woburn, with appointments as early as 7 a.m. Visit northeastmenshealth.com for more. The light is the worst. On WEEI. Can I give a non-political take on Trump right now? Sure. The tan has gone overboard. Really? It has Watching him in the recent videos of him giving up the pizza during the Iowa caucus, Uh everything like that, Uh the tan is... Too much for you? It it seems like he's either going with a different formula Uh or maybe he is going more in the sun with a spray tan on top of it. It's well, do too you think much. he goes spray tan, or do you think he owns? I'm guessing he probably owns a tanning booth or whatever. I mean, do people still do that? Do people still there go to the- There are people who yeah. do it. One person in particular, very close friend of this program, who I am telling constantly to stop doing it. Who's that? John Egan. Oh, do you mm. tell Johnny Egan? Well, Johnny Egan's like 60. And I said, John like, Egan, it it stop it. Stop it. You need to be wearing sunblock, and you need to get out of the tanning bed. See, I he think, looks great, I, but it's bad for you. Where, I mean, where do you find a tanning bed? Yeah. Like, are they still open? And There's still a next few. Next to an internet cafe. There's like Does one they, or two they, in Revere. Do they, 
<laughs> do they have like a neon sign that yeah. says cancer here? Or yeah. like, oh, like, yeah. uh, like, I like, I feel like that's the tan and tan and boot capital of the world is Revere. Oh man, they're like, they were everywhere, every block. They were like liquor stores. But I feel like Trump and like a lot of the old heads, because you said who still use them, I feel like the older heads still uh, staying true to the tan and salons. Yeah. And they're adding now, what's that stuff you use now where you, where you color yourself with? Yeah, spray tan. And I think that's maybe, I think he's double dipping, tan and boot and spray tan. Yeah, he's getting eerily close to Tropic Thunder. Yes. <laughs> I mean, here's a, here's a 774 text that says, fraudulence, thy name is Courtney. Uh-huh. The Botox queen is complaining about somebody who tans a little bit here oh, no, and there. I'm, I, hey, I've, I've, had a dose of, I've had a dose of Botox that was too much, and I've had to tone it back before. Mm-hmm. I understand when there's a, there's a line and you can't cross it. Yeah. yeah, and everybody but Iceman and the Twitch <laughs> thinks that my Botox looks phenomenal. It's finally kicked in. Um, but remember the- when we had the event? What was it, Cape Cod? And I, <laughs> I pulled up and I was like, "Who's the black girl at the bar?" <laughs> yes, it was Courtney. It was Courtney. Yes, she, she got she, had, a, she got overinflated. No, <laughs> like, no. A, like a football. She had literally just walked out. Whatever they they went yes. heavy on the tan spray. <laughs> she went, she went they, Robert Downey Jr. No, there is a guy that they put on so they can see where they've sprayed you. Right. So I hadn't washed that off yet greg said no one's at the bar you can come to the bar no matter what you look like and then, and then we all, all came sudden, to the bar everyone walks in it's <laughs> like who's the black girl at the bar oh damn that's courtney yeah my wife was like damn courtney i didn't know he was a sis <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, to the news. <laughs> MBTA riders are frustrated once again after the T had to replace trains with shuttle buses on both the red and orange line yesterday <laughs> due to various issues. One of those issues, the red line was affected yesterday morning when smoke started coming out from downtown crossing. We can hear from one unnamed rider on 7 News. I got an Uber, actually, so I'm just going to wait for my Uber just to go home at this point. But coming back right now... I'm supposed to get on the Ashmont um, to go, but I, had, I just stopped here because I was like, it's just too much. <laughs> Not great. Uh, reminder of what uh, the GM of the team MBTA makes, Curtis? Uh, about 400000 Okay, thank you. Boston College has extended its suspension of its swimming and diving programs after launching an investigation into the hazing allegations. Now, if you forgot... Uh, the allegations were that the swimming and diving programs had an event with the freshmen where they made them drink so much that they threw up and then ate their own throat. <laughs> BC has also parted ways with all four coaches from the program. Here's a student from BC speaking to 7 News. I just feel really terrible for the coaches. I know it was a very serious hazing incident, but I, from my understanding of it, it was just the students that were involved. I, don't, I didn't know anything about the coaches' involvement, so I, I feel for the coaches. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well. I, I have to say this. My guess is the families of the student athletes are behind the suspension, so they don't have to go to any more effing <laughs> God, do those suck. I still hate my sister that I had to sit in a diving event for didn't, like days on end. Didn't the parents hire attorneys to I thought fight so. this? Yeah. So that their precious little children... Uh, didn't lose their diving scholarships or what have. Well, if your kid was getting a free ride, wouldn't you want it to continue? Yeah, I guess I would. Never happened. I had to pay for every. An attorney costs less than college. <laughs> That's <laughs> arguable. <Sean. laughs> I don't know, Greg. You uh, see the college? It's arguable. All right, we got to take a break. Okay. Still to come, science has determined what color you should wear on your next flight if you would like to get lucky. 
And we will also get to the dumbest of the day coming up in the rest of the news with Courtney. Rejoin theme, rest of the show, cold weather. Curtis, I, I you would know better than I. But th- did I hear maybe zero for a temperature on Friday? Yeah, I have to say congratulations. The one thing has worked. It's freezing. Okay. So mm. uh, maybe rest of the show, Shime, and maybe you'll take requests as norm. I have a question. On the DMs or on the Subaru of New England text line. Yes, Curtis. I, I know I'm an idiot, but. Whenever it's really hot, the front page of the globe is global warming, here to stay, or last weekend when there's flooding in the seaport, that's the 10 signs climate change is here, (laughs) whereas when it's zero degrees, does anybody say it's going to be freezing forever? No. Or is it just that it's bitter cold right now and that will eventually shift back to warm? Well, sometimes they try to pivot and say it's colder than normal because of climate change. I believe today is a record cold potential or tomorrow in the vicinity of Boston. Mm. So is that- Really? Yes. For January? There, I I read it yesterday. I read a lot of meteorological blogs. Yeah. Well, you're in the Reddits. (laughs) Yep. Shime has my login. (laughs) All right, Uh, the 15th head coach of the New England Patriots will meet the media for the first time today at noon as the head coach, Gerard Mayo, and we'll have that live for you, I assume, here at WEI at noon. But right now, back to Courtney and the rest of today's news. One of my biggest fears, a 10-year-old boy from Maryland was bit by a shark while Hmm. vacationing in the Bahamas. So the boy was partaking in a expedition inside of a shark tank at a resort. They are not naming the resort, only that it's on Paradise Island. I think uh, anybody who's been there can use their imagination Uh and find the exact Uh expedition. Uh Um, Um, This is a thing where you get in a tank with sharks? Correct. Why? Um, How do they expect... Winky's like, why would anybody do no. that? Uh, but would, do they expect to have the sh- have the sharks been taught not to bite? Or like, I think was, they say that if, if it's the resort that I've been to, they say that the sharks are so used to the 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 workers at the resort going in to feed them and, and clean the tanks and stuff that they're so used to people being around them that they are not dangerous. Not in this case. Not in this case. Yeah. Uh, they took a chunk out of his leg. Oh, he Jesus. was transported to the hospital. He is Jeez. in stable condition. Bag of cash. Yes. Man, or at least no, a, uh, additional. Nah, no cash. Yeah, I bet you have additional, to sign. Additional one week stay, maybe. Save an, yeah, uh, a no. com- complimentary dinner for you the family. You sign the waiver like you're getting in a shock tank. A, compl- like, a complimentary pool drinks and snacks. Yeah, maybe maybe, a, maybe uh, they give them like, you know, complimentary kids chicken uh, fingers. Okay. That's about it. Yeah. All right. The Guinness World Records has suspended the title of oldest dog ever. So the title was held by Bobby, a 31-year-old Portuguese dog that died last year. The publication said it was reviewing the title after some vets questioned the age of Bobby. Ooh, saying fraud. that this- that dog is only expected longest to live to 13. And oh. they're saying that this dog is 31. You can see Bobby on the Twitch right now. Uh-huh. Looks very good for his age. Oh. So is that like 200 years old in dog years? Yeah, you times it by, human years, by seven. I mean, yeah. Oh, human years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, how old is Pudge Curtis? Uh, 11 and a, uh, almost 12. 12 April wow. 1st. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they think, so why were the people trying to scam it? Because they wanted the Guinness Book of World Records or whatever? Yes. The owner of Bobby has responded. He defends the title, saying Guinness World Records has spent a year checking the record claim. He said he has earned no money from the record and hasn't heard from the publication about the latest allegations. Did he get Bobby stuffed and, and, and then set up as a male stripper dog? <laughs> I doubt no. it, because okay. if he got Bobby stuffed, I'm sure they could still use Bobby to really determine the yeah, age. But, yeah. They would have to do What's that. The, what was the the oldest dog prior to that? Uh, I don't know. I feel like dogs don't go longer than 15 I'm years. 30 years? 31. 31 years? I'm calling BS on that one. Especially for a big dog, too. I'm calling on any small dog. Dogs. Small dogs can live to, like, I've, I've heard of a 20-year-old small dog. Oh, you've heard of a 20-year-old yeah. small dog? My dog lived, to, my, my childhood dog lived till he was 16. Truman, rest in peace. If dogs uh, lived the same duration as humans, you would never have to be friends with a human. Yeah. My childhood dog would have lived to be 20 if my dad didn't run him over in the driveway and then mm. lie to me about it. That's sad. Holy hell. It's yeah. really sad. Oh, I've told that story before. Yeah. Did you Winky. bury him in the backyard? Winky. Huh? Did you bury him in the backyard? I Buried feel like him. that was big back you in the day. want to know what happened? Buried him in the backyard. All right. Had a ceremony. Mm-hmm. Got a new dog. Yep. A black lab. Shadow. And one day, I don't know, maybe six months later... Didn't Shadow come running up to the home with mm. the remains of Winky in his mouth? Shadow dug him up. dug him up. Oh, man. That's Pet Cemetery. Yeah. S right there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's That's a weird one right there. But that I, that, that like, could be a, like, but that, I mean, that's I, a crazy I, story. But what kind of a relationship, like, father-son begins with a giant lie? Well, uh-huh. I, I think everyone does of certain religious backgrounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes it's I better mean, to lie to the kid than tell him we the truth. We were coming back from hockey. Right. And driving up the driveway. And he was and laying there. No, like, no. We, we came back from hockey, driving up the driveway. I don't think I heard a bump or anything. <laughs> we go in the house, and then, mm-hmm. like, two hours later, they sit me down and they say, bad news, Winky got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. You know how Winky used to love to run out in the street? Oh. Obviously, some random person just ran him over. Right. I am. That's crazy. I think you have to own up to that. Like, if you're the father, you own up to that. You're starting off life with a lie to your little seven-year-old son. You take that to your grave. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to to lie to the kid. Yeah. This story about your dog sounds eerily similar to the Karen Reed case. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe more drama there if he tells you the truth. So he's better off, you know... Well, I mean, he didn't want to own up to it, obviously, right. because you would run your son's dog right, over. Right, so there but... might be more drama that you'd have to deal with knowing that your dad ran the dog versus some, you know, some you idiot. Think it's le- you think it's less traumatic yeah. to find out years later that you were lied yeah, to? How did you it... find out years later? That's the I, issue. They finally owned up to it. Yeah, they should have just let you believe it for the rest of your life. How old were you when they owned up to it? Uh, forty-two. Oh, okay. No, so, yeah. I, no, <laughs> yesterday, like in my twenties. Yeah. So in your twenties, you're you're you you can handle more things. You're more mature. Mm-hmm. At seven years old, you you might not be able to handle it. You look at your dad like, oh, you killed the dog. It's better to think that some random dude did it, that you know ran the dog over a hit and run, and now you feel sympathy and your parents are there to comfort See, you. See, people say that with kids, white lies. This seven eight one texter says. White lies are okay if you're protecting your, yes. your children. Yeah, because yeah, there might have been more trauma for a seven-year-old to know that his dad killed his dog. 
It's true, Wiggy. You're, t- you're a thousand percent right yeah. now. Save it till the kid gets older, and then I bet when you were 20, you were like, oh, that, that was messed up, but you know what? I'm moving on. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, we'll get to the rest okay, of the Okay, thank yeah. God. Why? What are you most interested well, in? Well, I'm excited to tell everybody about the color that they need to wear on a plane. Oh, if they want to join the Mile High Club? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, There's a, science has determined what color will get you lucky on an aeroplane. So we'll get to that. And the dumbest of the day coming up next.